Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Full work limited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Hey, wow. which is kind of cool. He's on his tour right now, the uh, Steve Conti New York C NYC tour. And uh, this new CD that he dropped is pretty amazing. There's 
so many people that are playing on it and uh his background and everything on this is pretty 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 intense. Um, we've got members of the Food Fighters, the Wild Hearts, New York Dolls, Ryan Adams and the Cardinals, um, Hannel Rocks, Georgia Satellites, Alice Cooper, so a bunch of people, Johnny and Asbury Jukes, and also John Mellencamp and Bruce Springsteen. I'm hearing players from those bands. So let's bring uh, everybody into the studio, and let's talk a little bit about what Steve's doing, and let's see how he's awake right now, because I know it's really late right now where he's at. He's in Iceland, hey, and um, if you want to call in, uh, the number is 347-677-1036. The chat room is open, and um, let's see, what else? Um, yeah, call us. We are going to be open. Yeah, I can hear you. I can hear you. Oh, we can hear you. Hey, and I can hear you. Hey, can, how you doing? How are you? I can hear you, Steve, and I can hey, hear you, Steve. Spencer. What's happening? So wait so, a minute. I want to know. Wait a minute. Is it knowing where you're right now? Okay. Let me let me just uh, correct a couple of things. I'm not in okay. Iceland. I'm in Finland. 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 I I'm thought in, you were in Iceland. Hel- no, no. I'm in Helsinki, <laughs> Finland, and I'm not on tour with my band. I'm on tour with Michael Monroe. All right. <laughs> That's Very why cool. I'm over here. But I, I am, however, coming over here to uh, well, not to Finland, but the rest of Scandinavia, Denmark. Norway and Sweden in December to do a Steve got the NYC acoustic solo acoustic tour. Oh, great! Uh, That's for a charity that I work with called Light of Day, Light of Day Foundation. Uh huh. Uh huh. They uh, they research Parkinson's disease, and I do a lot of stuff with them. So I'll be back over here in in the cold. It's not snowing today, but it snowed yesterday, and it's really freaking cold. I saw that, and I know you miss your son right now. So you want to give a shout out to your little little baby? Hi, Zaya. Yeah, he's not listening, but uh, that's okay. Aww. <laughs> hey, well, Steve. We're glad, you're, we're glad you're here. Hey, Steve. Yeah, I'm happy to be here. I, I missed yeah. you at the Bob Gruen party last night. I know. I saw uh, all your messages. I think I replied too. Yeah. But, uh, it looked like a blast. There's a lot of my my old friends there, and some people yeah. I haven't, you know, I've been talking to but haven't really met you know in this virtual computer world i consider a lot of people friends who i haven't even been in the same room with you know but we talk back and forth all the time yeah so, yeah uh, yeah but there was a lot of, yes i know sylvain was there and alice cooper and jesse and, it's crazy it was crazy man yeah. it was like really crazy last night hey steve i gotta now, get in touch with you because you know who's doing a, who's going to do a um uh benefit and also, it's not really a benefit, but like more or less something for Dick Wagner, you know, that played with Alice Cooper for years. Sure. The master yeah, of rock. Yeah, they're going to do a um, they're going to do a concert for him, and I think Alice and everybody's going to get together. We're putting Susie's putting that together right now. What is that going to be? Um, it's going to be in January, and um, I know that she probably what, what would love for you to play. Um, I think it's going to be in Detroit. I'm not sure, either New York City or Detroit. We're not sure yet. Yeah, he's from Detroit, right? Yeah. I'll have to tell you all about that later. I think okay. it would be kind of cool, cool for you to be part of that because uh, she's putting together a list of people, and I know that uh, people from Alice Cooper's band, definitely, and Alice, because he played with him for almost 19 years, and he also did the um, thing with the Cancer Research Hospital. So there's going to be it's going to be a pretty good benefit. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, oh, so let's great. talk about your concert and and your background. 
you were with the New York uh, Dolls, and uh, then you joined uh, a bunch of other people, and now you're working and doing this tour. I want to hear about that. And well, Spencer, you're there, right? Well, you, yeah, yeah. You just started my okay. you just you just started my whole career in 2004, but I've done a lot before. I did a lot before I joined the New York Dolls. I know. Um, yeah, I mean, basically, I grew up, you know, in a musical family. My mother's a jazz singer. I, I sang. Uh, I played gigs with her, and, and uh, you know, did all the, all the usual stuff that you do when you're a kid growing up. And, yeah. You know, playing at, at, you know, whatever, teen dances and you know, church variety shows and whatever, and uh, you know, did all that until uh, and and that kind of thing and and bars and clubs in New Jersey where I pretty much started. And um, then I moved to New York City and I started playing with a whole bunch of different people, Billy Squire and um, who else? Uh, Willie DeVille I played with and oh, wow. Paul Simon and uh, Simon and Garfunkel I did some stuff with and then um, Peter Wolf. And then uh, I got the call from David Johansson in 2004 it was right after Willie DeVille, actually, which probably uh, made a lot of sense, you know, going from one sort of New York guy to another. And, um, yeah, I started doing that. We, you know, first we just started playing shows. We did that one thing at the Royal Festival Hall with uh, Arthur Killer Kane, who was still alive. It was three dolls and me and uh, and uh, David's uh, keyboard player from, from his Buster Poindexter band, which he's back to doing now these days. Um and then uh, Arthur passed away, of course, and they made that great movie called New York Doll. You should all check it out. Beautiful movie. Wow. Rip your heart out. Wow. And, That's um, awesome. Yeah, and then, um, you know, I did that for uh, till He's been a busy man. Busy man. Yeah. Yeah, I did that till about uh, 2010 when um, I decided to start spending some time in Europe. And uh, my wife is Dutch, so we... Uh, sort of relocated over to Holland, and at the same time, Michael Monroe had asked me to join up with him. Uh, Michael, the singer from Hanoi Rocks, and uh, Sammy, who was in the New York Dolls with me, Sammy Yaffa, um, replaced Arthur. He called me and asked me if I wanted to join with Michael, and it sort of made sense. Let's let's go to Europe for a couple of years, work with Michael. He Most of the stuff he does is over here. I was living just, you know, a two- Two and a half, three hour plane ride away, so uh, it made sense. But so it was close for everybody. Everybody. I, I remember. Uh, I remember the gig at uh, John Varvatos in New York, Steve. Yeah. Uh, which one? Great. The Dolls or the Michael? I played there Michael, three Michael times. Michael Monroe. Michael oh, yeah. Monroe. I played there with Michael. I played there with the Dolls, and I also played there with my last band, Steve Cutting and the Crazy Truth. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Great. It's a great. It's a great venue over there. What, what is the story with Company of Wolves that you were in? Oh, that was my, uh, well, yeah, I guess I forgot to mention that. That's really kind of the first, uh, that was my first, like, record deal and, you know, gig with my own music. These other things I mentioned, were, yeah, they kind of started out more like sideman things, although I ended up, you know, writing songs with Johansson and Sylvain for the Dolls, and I'm writing, like, most of the new stuff with Monroe, the last album, Horns and Halos, I, I wrote most of the songs for. Um, and we're starting a new album now. But um, yeah, the Company of Wolves was a um, was a band that I had with my brother on bass and a drummer called Frankie LaRocca, who also played with uh, David Johansson band and uh, Keith Brewer, singer. And uh, 
we were signed to Mercury. We did uh, one album that actually came out. The second album we did, um, we got caught in that Nirvana thing, you know, where everyone wanted to do band. It was supposed to come out in, in 92, actually. And, um, you know, nobody wanted to know about it. A New York rock and roll band at the time. The trend was go to Seattle, find some band with a bunch of guys with short pants and flat shirts. <laughs> right. and oh my God! Yeah, like That's do the so grunge funny. thing, right, Steve? The grunge yeah. thing. Do the grunge yeah. thing. Yeah, I and mean, we were we were just a, a you know good time rock and roll band, and um, yeah, yeah. So we kind of got caught in that thing, and uh, so our second album never came out. But you know, I moved on pretty quickly. Went. My brother and I started our own band, Crown Jewels. We did. Two albums as Crown Jewels, and around that time Billy Squire called, and then you know one thing. Well, what were you with Billy? When when was that? What album was that? Or you on tour with? I recorded. Uh, I recorded "Tell the Truth" with him. It was his last album for Capitol. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. That was like '93. Mm-hmm. Right. And then, um, um, and then I, you know, I remained friends with Billy. We would hang out over the years, and and then 2001, I actually did. Tour with him. Uh, it was the uh, 20th anniversary of his uh, big album, Don't Say No. Yeah, I designed and, that. I designed that. You know. Oh, that's right. You told me that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That, so, that's a great. Yeah, so that's I, a great album. Yeah. So we played all the songs from that album, and I think maybe oh, we played wow. a couple wow. of his other hits like uh, Everybody Wants You and and the other big one, Rock Me Tonight. Is that but, is that uh, on a video? Is that on a DVD or anything? That's that tour with Billy. No, you know what? Uh, I remember in the bus one time watching uh, some footage of it, and it sounded really good. The, um, yeah, it must have. Been. Our house uh, front of house sound man um, had recorded it just through the board, and uh, it sounded amazing. But no, there was never a DVD released of it or anything. Wow, that would have been a great. Uh, that would have been a great one to put on. Yeah, that would have been a great DVD for someone to have. You know, you know, Spencer. I don't know if you've looked at Steve's YouTube channel. Steve, I have to tell you, I got a kick out of your YouTube channel. <laughs> I was watching. I was watching the one where you were putting the eyeliner on in the mirror, and then you started talking about uh, people coming and supporting everything, and 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 then I even play acoustic guitar sometimes, and then you. Thought that was yeah. so that was that was uh, that was to get funding for my album through Pledge Music. I thought that that's was how, fantastic. That's how, I, that's how I did. Yeah, that's how I did my new album. Is uh, you know I'm not with the record company. I, I'm, I'm not beholden to the man uh, on any <laughs> level. You know, I, uh, my, my fans and friends and supporters, um, well, basically they donate, but they get something for it. It's not like they just give me money and get nothing. You know, it's like a if you're not familiar with Pledge Music, it's uh, it's sort of a you know different tiers. You know, you can the bottom bottom of the ladder. You know, it's like ten bucks just gets you the download of the album. Well, that and, was a fun you know, video. video. That was a video fun, and the fun video. That I put public. And then yeah. um, the uh, you know it goes up from there. You can get the CD for twenty. You could get a signed CD for twenty-five. Yeah, yeah. You know, up, up. I mean, some people even like bought money leather jacket that I wore in a video and it was crazy. <laughs> I think what people will want. Well, I, you know, I wrote right handwritten lyrics on. out. You know. I did custom recorded songs for people. If someone said, I really want to hear you do um, you know, How Can You Mend a Broken Heart, the Al Green version. And I was like, whoa. What? Yeah, that's pretty. But, uh, you know, if they paid me to, 
to um, do that. That's what I did. I right. You know, went to my studio and I I did a little uh, sort of acoustic demo. Version. So are you gonna are you gonna be in New York with your are you gonna be in New York with your uh, doing the New York album by any chance in New York? You mean am I doing shows? Yeah, yeah, in the am city. I doing shows with my band. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just did. Um, let's see, I did uh, last time. Uh, you I was just at played Beast in Bourbon. the city. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I played it. I played in Brooklyn. Uh-huh. Right. At a place called Beast Bourbon. In, right. Uh, Didn't make that. Uh, I played. Um, well, as you know, I played Bowery Electric for my release party back in June before the yeah. right. summer. I think you. I think you were in, still convalescing. I am definitely convalescing stuff. It's like, but I, if I go to a New York venue, I can handle it. You know, what I mean? it's like it's, if it's in New York. I, if you're going to be in New York, I love. And, and this Michael Monroe band, do, do they do a New York thing too, or not? Or they're mostly like the uh, European? No, we, with Michael, we haven't been to New York in. Uh, I think the last time might have been we played. Uh, in fact, Michael just walked into my hotel room. All right. Oh, funny. <laughs> Hi, Michael. Uh, um, Tell him he said hi. Uh, what time is it there right yeah. now? Yeah, Michael says hello. I'm hey. sorry? What time is it there right now, Steve? It's almost midnight. Well, <laughs> it is midnight. Well, it's after midnight. It's, uh, it's rock and roll. Yeah, it's about quarter after 12. Did you it's guys rock and roll play earlier? Did you play earlier Excuse tonight? Me? Did you play earlier it's, tonight? It's, it's so funny talking on this interview with you guys because everybody talks over each other all the time. It's like when you talk, it's hard. you know that the other person is talking. So you got three people like saying things at the same time. It's kind of nuts. So I'm just going to lay back now. Say what you want to say. <laughs> <laughs> you know what it is? What did you want to ask me? I said, did you play earlier tonight? Uh, no, we didn't play tonight. No. We Give were, it uh, uh, we're, We have one more show tomorrow. It's like a private uh-huh. show here in Helsinki. And then um, I come home on Sunday. Oh, wow. Yeah. Back to the so we just did like a month. We did like a month yeah. of uh, touring. You've been gone. Uh, we were in Norway, Sweden, Finland. And, well, uh, Steve, you got to get in touch if your band is playing in New York City, you know, and uh, oh, yeah. post it. And if Michael Monroe, the other side of it, his band plays with you, you know, that whole thing, you know. Yeah, I, I don't know if we have. Uh, yeah, I, I, we don't have any. Um, Okay, Michael is just leaving me a little present. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I want to know what it is. Uh, what did he leave you? What did he leave you? What did he leave me? What kind of present? Well, we can't really talk about that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's, uh, it's something very personal. It's a personal That's gift. That's good. That's good. Okay. Yeah. It's a top secret guitar item. Oh, um, awesome. Okay. Anyway, so, yeah, we're... Uh, Okay, we are um uh the last time we were in New York was we played the Bowery Electric, I think. Right. With Michael. That was probably two thousand and eleven or something. Yeah, that was what yeah. And uh it, it gets very expensive to bring this band over to uh America. Oh, because, yeah, okay. Uh you know, one guy's from Finland, one guy's from Sweden, one guy's oh, from I see. Yeah. England. Yeah. Who's yeah. Now moved to Germany. Yeah. You know, there are work visas involved. There are, of course, you know, round-trip plane tickets. So, uh, you know, unless we're going to do, like, a whole tour of the U.S. 
Hey, listen, i got to tell you something. You, you've got great photographers shooting you. I, the pictures that I see of you in concert are amazing. The photographers, whoever you have shooting you on the stage, you know, no, that it's I always, see. It's always, yeah, it's, a, it's always somebody different. I mean, there's, yeah. uh, there's one guy from Finland that does a lot of things, a guy named Mika. Uh, but a, a lot of I – mean, I'm surprised, you know, how many good photographers there are over here. Because most of the photos that you're seeing are from Finland. So mm-hmm. there's a lot of, uh, but uh, you know they they just know how to capture moments and uh, we're uh, yeah I think visual I thing. I really do like the visuals on all the photos. Um, you know, as you've been touring all these different countries and doing Europe, did you have any specific moments of the tour that you would like to share with our listeners that really um, was kind of fun that, that you could share that was kind of like a little background story? Uh, of which tour of of Michael's of this tour, tour of that you're own, on right now, the you know, tour you're on right now. Just of this this tour that I'm on. Let's see, we did um, well. We had some really great shows in Norway. We played Oslo, which I'm very excited about going back to uh, wow. uh, in December. Uh, it was a great crowd, really nice venue. Um, I mean, I'm going to play a, a much smaller place because um, I'm playing acoustic when I come back, but. Um, yeah, we played with this. There was an all-girl band called Thunder Mother that were kind of uh-huh. like, almost HDDC-like. Uh, they were very cool. They're Swedish. Um, we had a nice little tour together there for for about a week. Um, you know, I, I can't think of any one specific, um, you know, incident. What are the, the fans? No, I, I want to ask you a question, Holly. This is because you're bringing in about Finland and stuff, Steve. I want to ask just one thing. There's... There's a big thing about metal bands, right over there. Isn't there something? Oh yeah, they just love they love rock and roll. It's it's almost like it's funny because I did, um, you know, I'm I'm getting a lot of airplay on uh, Little Steven's uh, Underground Garage, right, channel, right, Radio, and um, we did this uh, segment called uh, Coolest Conversations because one of my songs, uh, Steven made the coolest song in the world uh, one month, and um, and then. They follow up and they talk to the artist. And the the guy uh, who interviewed me, Manfred, he asked me, he said, what is going on in Finland? How come there's so much, how come they love rock and roll over there? Right, right. And I told him, I, I've been playing over here since like 2008. Uh, we came over here with the Dolls first. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was completely taken by surprise. It's like you pull up to the venue and there are like 15, 16, whatever, 14-year-old kids, you know, with like pink hair and purple hair and piercings <laughs> and, and, you know, crazy clothes, you know, polka dots and stripes. And it's like, it looks like New York in the 80s, you know, or, or right. late right. 70s. It's wow. like nobody told them that it wasn't cool to, like, rock and roll anymore. Thank God, you know, <laughs> because uh, it's like one of the only places, you know, besides, like, Tokyo and Osaka, uh, where it, you know, it seems like rock and roll is still alive and well. You know, yeah, else. there's a there's a filmmaker I work like with. Yeah, yeah. There's there's a filmmaker in Norway that we, our film company was working with, and she was telling me about metal, how big metal was over there. You know, um, heavy yeah, rock well, and the, metal. The kids, yeah, the kids. I mean, I'm not too involved with, with the metal scene. I mean, I don't, I don't really like yeah. any heavy metal. I mean, the, right. the heavy metal stuff. The closest stuff that I ever liked to heavy metal was like Sabbath. Right, deep purple. Right, you yeah. Know, back in the day. Right, 
I'm, I'm like a, I mean, some Judas Priest is okay, and you know, um, but uh, I'm not, you know, they love their like black metal, you know, like death metal, and yeah, hardcore, or, you know, this kind of stuff. It's, you know, I, I'm kind of like, European stuff, I, yeah. Yeah. I like melodies, you know. I don't like. Yeah, that's the way yeah, I am yeah. too. I like the melody lines. You know what I mean? I mean, I don't like noise. Yeah, they, yeah. Um, you, you know, call me old-fashioned, but I, I love songs. You know. You're gonna do an acoustic you can, show. Guitar. And that was my whole point with with my new album is, uh, you know, I wanted to write uh, ten songs that would stand up on an acoustic guitar if I had to just go and play by myself. And that's what I've been doing. I've been playing solo acoustic and I can play every song from my album on my acoustic guitar and it's not like, oh, something's missing. You know, yeah. Because it's chord melodies and it's lyrics. It's not like you need a drum beat and you need a wah-wah and you need a big Marshall amp and big distortion, yep. you know, distorted sound. or You know, it's, uh, it's very simple stuff. So, that did, was my whole criteria was. Uh, did you ever think you know, of writing music for soundtrack movies? You know what I'm saying. He does for anime. Yeah. Well, no, I, I don't actually write those. I I do. Um, I, those were sessions that um, yeah. I did yeah. in New York. I had uh, a Japanese composer. She writes all the stuff. Yoko Kano. Awesome. And, yeah. Um, she, she but I, I could see you I, writing for other things. You know, I could see that you're a really good writer. I could see you spread out into other. Film areas, you might yeah, say. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I have done that, and uh, you know, I'm doing that for Michael now. I'm writing uh, a lot of songs for Michael, and um, and I've uh, yeah, it's something I've always been interested in is writing for f- films. But I'm always so busy doing my own records yeah. that you know it's a very competitive field. And if I uh, if I go say, hey, world, I want to write for films, you know, there's like it's going to be get in line, man. There's you know a hundred other guys that are doing that mm. that have been doing it for years. So I'd probably have to do the first couple for like next to nothing. And, you know, I, I need to work. So uh, right. Right. It, it's kind of harder to, to get into that, but uh, I do want to do it. And, and I know I have worked on, I wrote, actually I did write the songs for a, a movie called the perfect days of rock and roll a few years ago. Uh-huh. Uh, it was a Peter Fonda was in the movie. and uh, Oh, really? Wow. Based Jason Ritter and um, Kelly Lynch, and mm-hmm. um, it was about a fictitious band. And I wrote like the band's songs, you know, and and sang them and played guitar on them. And, um, but you know, I haven't done like a film score, you know, like the underscoring, like the just incidental music that you hear in between scenes and stuff like that. I, I haven't done that, but I would like to do that. I think That's that you would I be really great at that. You know, yeah, wait a minute, I'm going to bring something up now. Do you think of ever doing a vinyl, like printing a vinyl for your album sometime? Uh, I would love that because I haven't had one of my own independent albums come out of vinyl yet. Yeah. And uh, that's something I would like to do. Um, I would have to, um, yeah, I would have to get it remastered. That's a, that's a whole process, you know, just take your CD and stick it on vinyl. You have to, like, kind of go back into the studio and redo right. some stuff about it. Um, but, yeah, I would like to do that. I think the the Steve Conte NY Sui album would really Perfect. benefit from being Perfect. too, you know, because it's, it's very, like, old school. Yeah. You know, it's, it, all it is is guitars and drums and acoustics and mandolins and B3s and pianos. And, right, right. You know, it's like old, you know, 
70s Rolling Stones faces or American, you know, Dylan, the band, you know, Tom Petty. So now I'm going to break the news on radio now, Holly. I'm going to be doing, I'm planning on doing a movie on vinyl, interview with top musicians like Jack White and stuff like that. And I'd love to interview you, Steve, in the movie if you're up for it. I'd love it. Yeah. You're going to do what, Spencer? What is it again you're doing? It's a movie called Vinyl. It's going to be co-done with Lee Stewart from Art West Films and Judith and I, our our, our film company, uh, Pave Paradise Productions. It'll be a co-partnership in a movie, and we're acquiring funds now. But the film is very It's all about vinyl. It's the history of vinyl. Oh, that'll be cool. Yeah, musicians, record stores, you know, the whole thing, Steve. It's all around yeah. vinyl. But I'd love to interview Steve because I know that he has a vinyl head. I have a feeling. He's like yeah, Jack White, would, vinyl head. I think he would be oh. perfect for that. You know what really yeah. intrigued me, Steve, when you announced at the beginning of the show is that you're going to be going on an acoustic tour soon. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. That is cool. I, I, I've been, I have to tell you, a lot of people that do the unplug series and then they do the um, natural type. They call it the natural tour. Go and they do up close and personal stuff. I can see you doing that because when I was listening to a lot of the tracks that you sent me, they're really quite. They are quite perfect for acoustic, and um, I think it would be really, really great to be able to see you do an acoustic tour because I think that's like up close personal stuff. You could tell stories right, with right. the song. Exactly yeah, right, Holly. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if they still do it anymore, but uh, they do. I had friends, I remember, that used to do, like, Borders, you know, bookstore. You know, yeah, they do they, it. They just play, like, bookstores all across the country. Well, you know who and, did yeah. that? You know, Steve, you know who used to do that? Lou Reed. Lou Reed would go into a small bookstore in New York and just do an acoustic set. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. you know, so, yeah, there's, it goes around. Uh, Holly, that's a good point, because that's a really cool thing about doing acoustic, you know, playing in a venue. Yeah. I could see him well, doing and of that course too, it's, uh, it's personal, you know. He tells yeah, stories. Yeah. He's a he's a real people person. You right. like people, so you right. would yeah. do really well, I think, doing um, something like that. They have a lot of open mic nights now, Steve, everywhere. You think I like people? <laughs> I know you love people. I know you love people, Steve. Otherwise, you would in, in the words in the. In the words of Henry Chinaski, I don't hate people. I just feel better when they're not around. <laughs> hey, Steve, I want to ask you, do you have your guitar there with you right now? Your acoustic guitar? No, I don't. I don't. Um, I'm, in a, I'm, in a, I'm in a hotel room, and I'm talking to you through an iPhone, so even if I did, it would be oh, okay. like shit. So, <laughs> it's actually better that I don't have it. Yeah, so just so you know, everyone, first, um, Steve's calling in, and he's on his iPhone, but he's calling through Skype, and uh, we've had issues with the studio, so if it does sound like we're talking over each other a little bit, that's because there's a little bit of a delay, so I have to say that that's what's going on. So there you go. Uh, okay. Hey, Steve, i got to ask you a question. What would you do with Chuck Berry? Uh, I played, uh, I was Chuck's backup band one night, my... My blues band. I, we had a band called um, the Hudson River Rats, and um, my brother and I, and um, we ended up uh, one night backing up Chuck at the Meadowlands uh, Arena. Uh, not arena. Oh, wow. The Meadowlands Racetrack. The racetrack. Right, right. Which is uh, right next door to the arena. Um, I don't know how many people were there. It was probably you know, a couple thousand. 
Yeah. Um, and and it was like in the late eighties. And um yeah, I mean we 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 played through uh you know, his entire catalog. What's your radio station playing? Uh, I just yeah, I just got uh your your link <laughs> on my computer and, and I figured I should forward it out to people oh, because there you uh, go. how cute. So so anyway, uh, that must have been a trip playing with him, right? I mean, Steve, the whole idea of playing behind Chuck Berry, right? Playing with him. Uh, yeah, I mean, the, you know, the first the first guitar solo I ever learned in my life was Johnny Be Good. All right, wow. there we go. Play there we go. On stage, that again, with you and the River Rats, the right? Yeah. Excuse me. You and the River Rats. Yeah, well, you know, it, he didn't give us any billing or anything like that. It was just Chuck Berry, and and you know, usually he's he's used to just getting whoever the the promoter gives him as a backup band. So, right. you know, we awesome. fancied ourselves, you know, Chuck Berry aficionados. We knew the records like they were supposed to be played. You know, with the, the way he made them in the fifties were, you know, it was kind of in between, like swing. And, and rock and roll, you know, it was like yeah. the drummers were still half swinging, the bass player would play with an upright bass, and, you mm-hmm. know, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. And uh, but we were, you know, we prided, we, uh, you know, we, well, I don't know what the word is, we were, uh, we were proud that we, uh, that we could do that, like, for him, that we could play with the original feel. Um, but But actually, Chuck didn't want that. When when we started playing, you know, Chuck said, "No bass player, don't play that." He said, that was Keith Richards' idea in the movie. Remember the whole oh, movie? Funny. He said, that's, "That's great. That's what Keith wanted us to do." Well, I don't want to do that. He said, if, "Bass player, <laughs> if I turn to you and I and I, you know, do something with my guitar neck, it means that's what I want you to play." So every wow. time my brother would start like fucking the bass like that, Chuck would turn to him and go, "Uh uh-uh. uh." And he'd, he'd <laughs> oh, how funny! That's a funny story. That's a great story. So, what what did you do with Eric Burden? What did you do with Eric Burden and the Animals? That's the other one I want to ask you about. Yeah. Uh, I toured with him uh, in about, I guess it was around 2008. I started playing with him. Wow. Um, I actually, let's see. I'm trying to think of how it happened. I was, uh, oh, I was doing a gig. There's this thing, this festival called the Hippie Fest, and it was like a bunch of uh, late '60s, early '70s kind of um, like Denny Lane from Wings and yeah, yeah. Hippie Blues, uh, Joey Mullen from Badfinger, and Felix Cavallari from the Rascals. And wow. We were the house band, and we backed up all these guys, so you know we knew all those songs anyway from yeah. our childhood. So, uh, and when we were there, the headliner was Eric Burden and the Animals with you know his whole band. But, right. Um, it happened that night. Like his drummer didn't make it, so our drummer filled in. So mm-hmm. we were having dinner, and Eric came by and talked to the drummer. And it turned out I knew his bass player. She knew Sylvain from the Dolls. So we oh wow, grew up for Paula, and uh, so we really connected. And um, I said, hey, look, if you guys ever you know need a guitar player, let me know. And um, you know, about a month later, boom, they called and. And then I just started doing gigs with him, but it was a blast. That's great, um, yeah. At yeah. one point, uh, there's actually some videos up on YouTube of me playing House I of the Rising it. Sun with, with Eric and Hilton Valentine, the original. Oh, uh, yeah, well, I met Hilton Valentine. I met him in New York. He's an incredible guy, really cool guy. Sweetheart. Yeah, yeah, 
Yeah. You know, I want to I wanted to ask you since you're in Europe, I know that um your first Europe gig was with Willie Nile, right? In 19 1999. Uh, that was the first time I ever played in Europe, yeah. Uh-huh, yeah, with Willie. Awesome. Willie Niles, we've had yeah, him we, on the show. He's a great musician. Yeah, Willie, Willie's a good... I've known Willie since Kenny's Castaways, Steve, you know, way back there. Uh, in the he's old Kenny's great, Castaways? Yeah, I used to hang out at Kenny's, man. All of, some of the greatest musicians came out of there, you know? The one on Bleecker or the one, like, way uh, Bleaker, uptown? Bleecker Street, 157 Bleecker. Oh, yeah. And then I, yeah. Pat, Pat and I were very close. I did the logo for Kenny's Castaways. If you ever saw it, that was my logo. I met Pat. I, we hooked up. And all he would tell me, Steve, was like, I don't like cover bands. I like creative music. I, 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 the greatest thing I ever learned from him, you know, no cover bands, creative music. <laughs> you know what I mean? It was like he was really into, like, uh, hearing, hearing new things, you know. And a lot of the musicians, they come over from the bottom line, for instance, Steve. You know what I mean? The bottom line, they have a break, and like Johnny Winter would come over, or uh, Bruce Springsteen would stop in. It was wild, you know. Mm. Uh, yeah, I missed that place. That was a good. That was a good, there. great place. Yeah, that was a really great place. And the other one was the other end with Paul Colby. You know, because you know Neil Young and Joni Mitchell and all that stuff was in that harboring. But that that whole line on Bleecker Street used to be like you had Kenny's Castaways, you had. Uh, you know, the bitter end, and then if you went over to the east, you had the famous CBGBs, you know. Um, yeah, they, you know, it's unfortunate. The uh, the club situation, the live music thing in New York is just uh, yeah, you're right. been going downhill every year. I mean, thank God there's still a couple. There's like, you know, Bowery Electric is doing really well. That's Jesse Mallon's club. Um, yeah. And, uh, you know, there's the Bowery Ballroom, the Mercury Lounge, and, you know, but uh, a lot of the real small places and the and right. even some of the bigger places, like you know, like the bottom line and like, uh, well, the bitter end is still going. Um, but you know, Kenny's, as you know, closed down. It became something else now. Right. Right. Um, you know, a lot of it's just. I think, you know, there's so many things to do in New York, and music is just one of them, and uh, you know, and and rock and roll is not, and pop music is not what a what it used to be as far as an, an art an entertainment form it's it's right. still an art form as you know as we know but uh you know let's face it kids are are used to getting their downloads for free and not supporting live music and um you know so i go on tour time to i mean change i go on tour that. to make a living yeah it's time well, to change that that would be nice but uh, you know I, I i don't think it's going to change anytime soon but uh, it would, sure would be nice uh yeah, I was talking to some young. I was talking to some young kid, um, uh-huh. while while on tour in, in Stockholm, and he was like, "Yeah, man, you know, you got any advice for you know an up and coming musician? I, you know, and what and what was it like, you know, when you when you were coming up?" And I said, "You know, man, you you, I feel sorry for you know people of your age coming up now because, you know, you missed it. I mean, yeah. you missed some of the best years, and, and of course, I missed some of the best years because." You know, I mean, to me, the greatest years were like the six, late sixties, early seventies. To me, it was like the magical time, you know, to be a music listener and, and a kid, you know, growing up and listening to, you know, hearing the Beatles come on the radio and, and you know, a new Stones record or a new Zeppelin record or, yeah, um, you know, now every everybody's got a computer and a 
you know, and loops and a recording program and you know, you basically make records in your closet, you know, and then just bring them in and uh, people put them out, you know, especially like pop and, and hip-hop records where you don't really need a full band anymore. You don't really need to be able to play. They auto-tune your vocals and, you know, if you listen to some of those old, you know, Beach Boys or whatever, Motown, I mean, it's like people playing live. I mean... It's real. the real deal, yeah. I mean, uh, last night was... I got to come in on this. Uh, Last night, Bob Gruen had his party at a club called 2A in East Village or 2nd Street and Avenue A. The club is very interesting. It's got a two-floor thing, and the top floor is... Yeah, and the band can play, but they're showcasing a lot of... You know, small stuff and small band, Steve, and also acoustic there. It's a, and that format is kind of like the living room, I think, is like that in Brooklyn. They moved from New York. Their living rooms are very acoustic. Or Joseph Arthur played there a lot, well, one of our guests that I, that I work with. And, and he plays acoustic a lot on aside from his band. And he would go to, like, the living room, right? But there are, there are some places like that, but it's not, like, prevalent, like what we're talking about, I think, what you're talking about. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, um, it's, you know, even even from when I first moved to the city, they were, you know, I moved to the city in like the mid-80s, mid to late 80s. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we had Panteteria, we had Heartbreak, we had, uh, you know, so many places you could see bands, the China Club. It was, uh, you had a Haraz, right? You had Haraz and you had, yeah, you had tracks. Oh, that was, tracks. That, that was, tracks. That was, those were before, those were before my time. Oh, okay. I got there. It was like you know, we still had CBs, we had Danceteria, we had uh, yeah, you know, and uh, there was like um, the Marquee. Remember the Marquee on 18th? Yeah, Street? yeah. Wow. You know, and Zone Decay and all those you know kind of funky clubs. Don Hill. Well, Don Hill was doing the Cat Club at the time when I when I moved to the city. Yeah, Don Hill was interesting because Don worked under Pat. And Don, to me, was inter- and he was such a nice guy. You know, if you knew Don, he was such an incredible guy. And he just, uh, yeah, he really ran Kenny's Castaways. I mean, Don was the guy who really ran Kenny's, and then he decided to do the Cat Club and uh, yep. Don Hills. I mean, Don was a really great guy, and um, he always would say to me, Spence, you ever want to come down? You know, just tell me. You know, he's that type of guy. You know, he's really he was down home. I really miss him, Steve, because he was yeah, really. Too. Right, he was a you know, and if you knew him, you know he was like an outrageous. Nobody could not like Don Hill, right? He was that type yeah, of guy, and I really he, miss he was him. My in neighbor, the, in the action of what's going on, you know. Yeah, he he supported rock and roll, you know, in the in the era where you know all the rock clubs were closing and people were opening up dance clubs, and it was all about the money and DJs yeah. and everything else. Yeah. Don just kept Don Hill's club going. You know, right. right till the end, right till you know he didn't wake up one morning. You know. Yeah. Hey guys, I, mean, I want to make a really quick announcement, real quick, because we've got a lot of people in the chat room again. Today is a special edition on the Red Velvet Media Blog Talk Radio Network, and today we have Steve Conti and um, Spencer Drake and myself. And if you want to call in, the number is three four seven six seven seven one zero three six. And if you tuned in late. Show will be available afterwards on iTunes and also on demand on Red Velvet Media Blog Talk Radio. Because um, there's quite a few people in the chat room I'm seeing in there, so that's cool. Um, 
we've got a lot of people listening. So maybe you maybe you're little you're, you're you texted out your uh, show and it went out to people. People are tuning in. That's cool. Yeah, I should have done. I should have done it before I started talking. But ah, that's okay. I, did it and I mean, that. Well, I did it yesterday. Did it yesterday, and uh, hopefully people remembered to to do it. But, yeah, um, there's a lot of people in the chat room I'm seeing, and um, I think that's really cool. And again, there's some been some really fun stories that we've talked about. So. If you did miss it, it will be available afterwards as a download. And it's a free download, believe it or not. Yeah, I know. But, um, you know, um, I I want to say that it's, it's such a pleasure to have you back on the show because we had you on before. And you always bring such great stories and talk about different things and, and really educate us on um, different things. And you said you had talked to somebody that wanted to ask your opinion on music and stuff. What would you, what would your opinion be? I mean, what would your advice be to any parents or any young adults that are listening that really want to start playing and stuff like that? Because I know you played with your brother. That was really cool. Yeah, I mean, you? Uh, you know, we grew up in a musical household. You know, my mom, uh-huh. like I said, was a singer, and yeah, you know, we heard we heard her favorite. You know, she made a record right before she had me, and she basically, you know, put her career on the back burner to have me and then right after me came my brother and then right after him came my other brother and then my sister you know so <laughs> so she didn't didn't get back to music for uh for quite a long time until we were all kind of you know well into our school years and then uh-huh. she sort of rekindled her career singing jazz around the Jersey New Jersey shore in the clubs and stuff but um and she just put out her own record we um my brother and I um, and my sister you know, funded this project for her, and and we found some old tapes of hers that uh, oh, really released. And we, wow, we got it mastered, and we made a really nice cover. It looks like an old Blue Note. Oh, band, nice! Uh, really nice cover, and uh, you know, it's on CD Baby, it's on iTunes, it's on Amazon. It's called What's Rosemary. What's the name of it, Conti. Steve? What's the name of it? Rosemary. Rosemary Conti, but beautiful is the name of the. Okay, good. Not not B U T T, of course, but B U T. But beautiful. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Talk about oh, I have to now. get that one. Um, That's so. Uh, yeah. So you know, we grew up, you know, in a house with her, and uh, you know, hearing all her favorite music. You know, Frank Sinatra and Billie Holiday and Ella Fitzgerald, and my father was a big jazz fan too. So we heard Miles Davis and Charlie Parker and Wes Montgomery, and then you know, we heard the Beatles, and it was all over after that. Um, and my brother and I got to uh-huh. grow up playing together and, and being excited, you know, as kids. I was like, you know, seven, eight. You know, when we were like eight, nine, ten years old, We all we could dream about was when I get my amp, when I get my guitar, Aww. you know. <laughs> you know, eventually That's we great. got our guitars, we got our amps, and then, you know, you know, we wanted to be the Beatles, and we wanted to be Jimmy Page and John Paul Jones, you know. And then, wow. yeah. and then all of a sudden we got into jazz and and. You know, my brother wanted to be Jaco Pistorius, and I wanted to be, you know, <laughs> Wes Montgomery or, you know, John Schofield or somebody. And then uh, then we kind of came back to reality and said, hey. <laughs> oh, that's, <laughs> that's awesome. That's what great. kind of music yeah, that's a, that's were you a, and your brother What kind of music yeah. did, were yeah, you and your brother listening to growing up? Holly, hold on. Yeah. We're cutting out. I, I, was, I was saying... I was saying uh, jazz is a very tough road. You know, you have to be totally committed and, you know, not and 
not mind uh, starving and uh, just, you know, practice 10 hours a day. And, and yeah, I've always been a singer and always been a songwriter, so I had to sort of just go, all right, wait a minute. I'm glad I learned that stuff. It made me a better musician. But, you know, I'm back to what I've always loved in the first place, which is rock and roll, songs. You know. Steve, you know, uh, Lou Reed told me one time, I was working with Lou, and he said one time, he said, Spence, jazz labels don't pay musicians. <laughs> he was really... Is really, which is true, but the jazz stuff is really interesting to me. It's such a, uh, the venue is really interesting. I mean, there's not money in it. There's always this thing about not money in jazz. You know what I'm saying? It's like really weird, you know? Well, I think that, you know, people think it's a, it's such a high art form that, you know, you, that uh, you should be thankful, you know, that you're just getting to play your music in my club or whatever, or on my I see what you're saying, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? It's like yeah, yeah. rock and roll can be sold to the masses, but, you know, I mean, a lot of jazz players, you know, especially in the early days, they had to come over to Europe. You know, they had to go to Stockholm or Paris or somewhere else to be really appreciated and be paid. Right. I mean, yeah. that's where a lot of the jazz, you're right, a lot of the jazz musicians like Bud Powell, uh, I worked with a famous jazz label called ESP Disc, and I worked for GRP, and I remember all the stories I heard were like jazz musicians went to Europe. You know, they went to Paris Bud Powell went to Paris. They all went there. Yeah, to the Montreux, the Montreux Jazz Festival. Right? Yeah, yeah. Montreux, yeah, Switzerland. Yeah, and Japan, right? Japan's the other big one. Japan, right, with jazz. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they have a couple of blue notes over there in Japan. Right. Jazz artists go and play. Yeah, the drummer in my band, Phil Stewart, he's been my drummer since uh, The Crazy Truth. He's in my new band, the uh, Steve County NYC band. Yeah. And, um, you know, he makes, he actually, it's crazy. He makes his living playing jazz, and he plays rock and roll for fun. So wow. It's like <laughs> That's ass, great. Ass backwards. I mean, yeah, most most guys would, like, they play rock to make their living, and then, you know, right. secretly, you know, at night they go home and they practice their jazz chops. You know, oh, my God, what a story that is. Wow. This guy actually, great. this guy actually makes money. He I love pays it. his rent. And he's a great musician, great drummer. He, he sings so, his yeah. ass off. And, right. uh... And he just loves like he loves hard rock and rock and roll and and uh, he's real special. Talent. That's really cool. That's very cool. Um, you know, I want to ask who are, who are you playing with right now? Who are the musicians besides um, Michael Monroe? Uh, do you mean in Michael Monroe's band or in my own band? In in your in the in the tour that you're currently on right now. That's Michael Monroe's tour. That's uh-huh. Michael Monroe's tour, Helen. Yeah, so uh, in, in, Mike, oh. in Michael Monroe's band is Michael, myself, Sammy Yaffa on bass, Carl Rockfist on drums, who's from Sweden, and um, Rich Jones on guitar. Oh, cool. awesome. So they're all from over there, yeah. and they love playing to the European culture. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Um, so now, when you come back, what it, what it, what are you currently going to be working on when you come back? Are you going to work more on getting this music out there? And I know that I'm going to talk to you a little bit later about that thing coming up in January. But what are you planning on doing when you come back to the states? Uh, the first thing I do is uh, I have a show at the Jersey Shore in Asbury Park. Oh, cool! That's cool. It's on November November 11th. Mm-hmm. Okay. Where? Tuesday night, and it's at a place called Tim McLoon's Supper Club, 
and it's a um, it's sort of a co-headline gig. My friend Mark Ribbler, great guitar player, singer, songwriter, he's uh, been holding down this gig for like the past two or three years, like every Tuesday night, or maybe it's every other Tuesday night. And he um, he plays, but he also uh, he has uh, like a house band, and he invites like a a special guest from New York or somewhere to come and join and uh, play some of their stuff. So I'm going to join him, and I got to pick some of the musicians. So I'm bringing my brother John with me. Oh, great. playing bass. And um, uh, my friend Kevin March is the drummer in Guided by Voices. Um, I pulled him in to play drums. Um, And it's a keyboard player named Andy Burton, who's playing with John Mayer at the moment. Um, And uh, we're going to do, like, Mark and I split the night. Basically, Mark sings ten songs. I sing ten songs. Uh, we do. I'm doing like three from my album, and then a bunch of choice cover songs that all kind of make the evening fit together. It's it's going to oh, be nice. kind of an evening of like great. American American rock and roll. It's going to be right, right. Our own songs plus interspersed with you know Credence and Tom Petty and the band and Bob Dylan and Stones and Rod Stewart and just wow. Rootsy. Got a guitar, guitar B3 organ kind of music, you know? Wow, cool. Uh, so that's going to be November 11th. And okay. um, then a couple nights later, I think I'm playing with Mark Rivera, sax player mm-hmm. for Ringo, uh, Ring, Billy Joel and Ringo. Um, and uh, I played on his album. I actually played on a track with Ringo, which is amazing. Um, and I'm playing with him at the Cutting Room sometime in November. Ah, I'm going to see that. Mark Rivera, I work with on an album. I knew Mark for years. He's a great, great musician. Yeah, great great sax player, great singer. Yeah. And uh, and then uh, in those two things I know for sure are happening in November. I've been working on some other shows for my band, but um, I definitely know that I'm going back to Scandinavia in December. And then, oh, wow. Um, uh, like I mentioned before, and in January I got some stuff coming up too. But uh, right away, the, those are the the first couple things that I'm doing when I get home. Oh, that's of course, great! After after I squeeze my son. Yeah, yeah. Now, how how old is he? And my wife, of course. Um, my son is my son is five. Oh, he's a baby. Yeah, he just started. Kindergarten. Wait, wait a minute. Do you, I got to ask you a question. Do you have a date on the cutting room in November or not yet? You mean for Rivera? You got to yeah. go check his website. I don't know. Yeah, okay, I'll just do this. Not okay, my cool. job, man. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I'm not like looking at my calendar right now. But uh, no, 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 no. It's somewhere, somewhere around. The, you know, it's just after my gig, so it's like maybe the next week. Yeah, I'm going to check that out. I'm going to come down there, man. I'm going to see you. Finally, I'm going to see you. Just go to the Cutting Room website and look for the the day. Yeah, definitely, Uh, definitely. I see it. It's there. That's cool. So, you know, I was reading also that you were hired by Paul Simon to be a stand-in vocalist at one point or another in your um, beginning when you started playing music more. Are you there, Steve? Uh, I, I didn't understand the last part of that sentence, but uh, the, oh, I'm the sorry. first part. Yeah, yes, I was. Uh, I worked with Paul. I was basically his, um, uh, basically his body double, <laughs> his stunt vocalist. <laughs> you know, uh, during rehearsals, Paul doesn't always want to sing because uh, 
he's very meticulous with the band. He's got a big band. There's a lot of stuff going on. He's got four horns. He's got, you know, two percussionists. He's got, you know, two keyboard players, two guitar players. Uh, and so he likes to just, like, lay back and listen to what the band's doing sometimes. But I can tell you from experience, when you're singing, you can't, you know, you're sort of focusing on, you know, singing. You're not really listen, listening to the band. So, uh, so something he would just want to sit back and like hear what the band was doing, but he'd want to hear it in the context of, you know, a vocal going on. So, and he liked to save his voice too. Also for right before a tour, I'd usually be in there with him in the band. So he'd take a voice rest and, uh, he'd sit back and like, listen to the band with me. He'd say, all right, let's do a uh, bridge over troubled water. This time you uh, take it, Steve, uh-huh. you know? Uh, and then I, I'd become Paul Simon and there was, uh, the craziest, coolest gig that I ever had, you know, and uh, I only wish that I could have gone out on the road with him, but um, of course he didn't need me to go out on the road because people go to see Paul Simon sing. Um, but I actually did uh, end up playing with uh, him on, uh, he asked me to be part of his show, uh, The Cape Man. Uh-huh. Remember the, the Broadway show that he did? Yeah. He had done a Broadway show in like the early 2000s, I think. Uh, no, it was a, maybe the 90s, mid-90s or something. And uh, it didn't really do too well on Broadway because the storyline was a little controversial. It was about like a, a young kid from Brooklyn that like killed some people or whatever. And uh, But the music was all really good. So he just kind of put together a whole new show with just the songs, forgetting about the storyline and the acting and all that. And he, we did it out at uh, BAM, Brooklyn Academy of Music, for a week. Um, in um, 2008, I believe it was, and uh, Paul you know, asked me to play guitar and sing a couple of his songs, and it was amazing. Wow! You know, after after just sort of being in the background with him, and you know, people had told me he's a really hard guy to work for. You know, he's really he's a taskmaster. Yeah, he is. You know, he's he really knows what he wants, and he's a musical genius for sure. I've worked with a lot of people, but nobody can articulate what they want in music like Paul, you know? Um, and, uh, you know, I was really pleasantly surprised when he said, you know, he called and said, Oh, that's great. Part of my show. What, know, a so, cool, um, what a cool story. I just want to, I want to cut in here and tell you the date on that. The Cutting Room with Mark Rivera and Steve Conti is November 12th and a 7.30 show in New York. Oh, cool. Oh. Spence, you're able to so multitask. Yeah, that's just two days after my show in New Jersey, right? Tim McLean's Supper Club. Um, yeah, so there's my Paul Simon story. I also worked with uh, with Art Garfunkel and Paul together when they were doing oh, the Simon wow, Garfunkel reunion tour. And um, you know, sometimes Art wouldn't come in for you know he'd be a few hours late, so they would want to do you know Scarborough Fair or something, and it would be mm-hmm. me and Paul would be you know. Simon and Conti, <laughs> and then <laughs> and then some days, and some days, uh, you know, Paul would be late, and it would be Conti and Garfunkel. You know, we'd be in sound of silence. You know, That's like, really cool. Pinch me. These are like the first records I ever heard in my life. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. You know, I wanted to say real quick, there are um, a lot of people in the chat room. If anybody wants to call in before we end our show, numbers three four seven six seven seven one zero three six. Um, Steve's calling in, and myself and Spencer. So, 
Um, we're going to be wrapping this up soon because I know it's really it's getting to be one o'clock there, isn't it? Yeah, I mean I, I'm not uh, I'm not fading. I've been pacing the whole time I'm talking. Are you been good? You've been, you, you know, you've make, been making really sure I have my been, energy up. You know. I know yeah. this is great. This is great. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, to be fair, I, I haven't gone to sleep in Finland before four or five o'clock in the morning the past few wow. so it, it shouldn't have been any different tonight anyway. Um, I'll probably. After I get off the phone with you guys, I'll probably uh, go do some more work. I've been writing songs for Michael's album, and I'll probably go do oh, some great. work with those. Stay what, what's the while. story of Michael's album? Okay, what's the story of Michael's album? When is that coming out, or do you have any news on that? Uh, it's it's not even, I mean, it's still, you know, we we still don't even have a uh, a business thing in place yet. I mean, okay. we're just writing songs at this point, yep. you know, so. Cool. Uh, you know, I mean, I, I like to, trying to be able to do everything, do my own my own music, my own tours, my own record, and right. you know, still be involved with, I mean, I really like, you know, working with people the way that I'm working with Michael, which is not just playing guitar live with him, but actually yeah. being really involved in writing and recording the, the music. Did you too. plan to come out with an album, the next album yourself, or when would you? you yeah, know? In, in fact, I have, uh, I have, Two um two things in the can that are ready to go. All right. Um, I have a, a covers EP um, mm-hmm. that I did. Um, some people got it when they did my pledge uh, album. It was like a bonus right. feature. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it hasn't been released to the public yet, so okay. I'm actually gonna I'm gonna bring hey, it out early call. next year. We have a phone call. You want to take a call? Okay. You want to take sure, it? Why not? Okay. Let's sure, why not? see who it is. Okay, hold on a minute. Hi, you're on the air, 347? Hi, Steve, this is Damon. Damon Lowe? Damon Lowe, yes, how are you doing? Hey, (laughs) what's going on, brother? Nothing, I'm listening to you, you sound cool, you sound really good. How you been? (laughs) I'm good, man. You know, do you know who this is, Holly and Spencer? No. I want you to tell me. Damon is the cousin, can can I tell them? Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, so Damon <laughs> is the cousin of uh, of Stevie Van Zandt. Oh wow! Who has who has been uh, one of my uh, biggest supporters of late? And I'm very oh, that's great. Well, yeah, but we also went to high school to together. Though. Yes, welcome, yes, and Damon and I, yes, Damon and I went to high school together, and uh, his other cousin was in a band with my brother, and you know, it's a whole Jersey thing. You know. Hey, da- Damon, I saw Stevie last night at Bob Gruen's birthday party and met him. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah, it was yeah. there. It was really cool. You know. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Damon, yeah. I'm so happy to have you here. Welcome to the show. Where are you calling from? What area are you in? Central New Jersey. Oh, awesome. <laughs> Rock and roll heaven, Damon. Rock and roll heaven. Boy, yeah. we got another Jersey man on the phone here with us, guys. Yeah, wow. I just wanted to say hi to Stephen, and I think his album is great. And uh, good. we all love you, man. Can't wait to hear uh, your November 11th show. Yeah. Oh, you're going to come, right? Cool. It's Tuesday. Yeah, that's I'll, right. I'll, I'll, right I'll, 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 I'll crank myself out on a Tuesday night. <laughs> <laughs> where do you live? Where, where are you living these days? I'm, I'm back in Matawan. I moved back from the city a few years uh, ago. Okay. All right. Well, uh, bring your sister. You know, I used to have a crush on Damon's sister back in, you know. Oh, really? <laughs> wow. <laughs> So uh, tell, tell Lisa, you know, if she's around, uh, I'd love to see her, too. All right, cool. Well, I'll let you go because the show's about you, not about me. 
Good to talk to you, and I'll see you in a couple of weeks. Damon, uh, okay, thanks. Hey, you know hey, what? Good to talk to you, Damon. Hey, All Damon, right. I'm going to see. I'm going to see Stephen. Um, I think it's uh, next Wednesday. He's going to be. Uh, he's going to be at this. Um, this function at the cutting room, actually. Oh, cool. uh, it's, uh, know, Big, Pussy. Big Pussy from The Sopranos wrote a play. Yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, <laughs> Uh, oh, one thing I didn't tell you, I went to see your mother sing last Sunday with Jennifer. John was there. It was really, really good. Oh, good yeah. Support. I, was, I was just, thank you for that. I was just telling uh, these guys that, you know, my mom's album and everything. And uh, I'm really glad you got to go to it. I was sitting over here in Finland wishing I could be there. But, oh, um, great. You know, John, your brother John said it on bass. It was really, really cool night. of cool, cool afternoon of really good jazz. It was really, really enjoyable. Wow, I bet. Um, well, thanks for that. All right, I'll, I'll let you go because it shows about you, not about me. Well, Damon, <laughs> hey, we're going to here, Damon. Take care. Right, I'll talk to you all later. You can use yes, the rock and roll. Cheers. That was nice. That he that was the, hey, listen, night. Holly, let, uh, Steve was about to finish something. He didn't complete it. What were you talking about coming out with an album? Remember you were coming? Oh, yeah, I was saying about the, the covers uh, EP. So, yeah, yeah so I have this... Uh, Steve Cod, it's actually the Crazy Truth, my my Dutch version of the band. I had two versions of the Crazy Truth. I had the New York band that I recorded the, the studio album with, with Gypsy Cab, the video you've probably seen. It was done at Barbados uh, Showroom, actually, All right. in New York. Um, and then uh, when I went over to Holland, uh, I I hooked up with some Dutch musicians that were um, uh, that played really great, and you know we toured. You know, we did Holland, France, Belgium, UK, Scotland, England, and um, we uh, somewhere in there during that three years, we uh, we did an EP, which recorded six songs, oh, wow. cover songs of like yeah. some of the, our favorite covers that we had been playing live. So there's like a uh, Jagger Richards song, there's a Tom Waits song, there's a Fleetwood Mac, old Fleetwood Mac. Peter Green era song, oh, cool. Eddie Cox song. There's a, you know, it's, I, I can't remember all. Willie Deville song, um, mm-hmm. and I think uh, Jason the Scorcher song. So, um, yeah, that's gonna come out sometime early next year. And um, I also have a live album with the same band uh, that was recorded at the 100 Club in London. Great. Um, and we have some great special guests on it with us, uh, Jim Jones from the Jim Jones Review, mm-hmm. and um, Paul Ronnie Angel from the Voodoo Machine. Yeah, keep Tracy us posted Hunter. on that, man, you know? Yeah, yeah, that still has to be mixed, but it's all... Yeah, that go. sounds great. The track recorded, of course, and um, and then I'm always working on new stuff. I have, I have loads of... Uh, I have sort of... I have this thing called the uh, Hotel Room Demos, mm-hmm. or the Hotel Room Recordings, that uh, all these songs that I recorded in hotel rooms over the years with the dolls and yeah. uh, up till wow. now, um, just me doing everything. It's uh, guitars, bass, and there's a lot of like oh, that's great. strings and loops and kind of cool, creative. But I mean, again, you know, just real songs. They're not really uh, right. experimental, crazy things, you know. Right, that's cool. Uh, so, um, it's almost yeah. like the other side of you. It's like another side of you, you know, right? Yeah, you know, that's that's the... I think that's the thing that uh, maybe confuses people a little bit, but it's the thing that I always loved about bands like 
Led Zeppelin. You know, they could do Heartbreaker, and then they could do Going to California. You know, right? Who says you can't big bashing, you know, drums and and a guitar through a, a Les Paul through a Marshall, and then you sit down and play like a nice sensitive, you know, twelve string acoustic. Right, exactly. I, I, I love that, <laughs> I love that contrast. You know, so uh, that's, um, that's I'm always trying to balance. And I'm a Libra, you know, so I'm always trying to balance. You got that balance thing Balance going thing, on. yeah. I have a Libra moon. My partner's a Libra. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, hey, I'm on the cusp, the... actually. I'm on the cusp of Libra and Virgo. So oh, right, cool. It's always cool. trying to balance things, and Virgo's like a perfectionist. Right, and, uh, that's good. You know, so. Uh, that'll always make like... you better, Steve. That'll always make you better. Yeah, it, it can be a little uh, overwhelming <laughs> sometimes. But, you know, there's a, a lot of really good people who were born in my day. You know, Bruce Springsteen is born the same day as me. John Coltrane. Uh, Ray Charles. So, oh, my God. You know, if I just think about those three people, I think. Right, that's enough. It's not a bad thing. Hey, did you um, happen to check out the eclipse yesterday online, the eclipse that happened yesterday? Oh. Uh, did you hear about right, that solar eclipse? No, I didn't. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I Things yeah, you're you were talking a lot about astrology, so I'm saying that yesterday was the eclipse and uh we're supposed to be going out of retrograde in about three more days, so I can't wait That's for right. that to happen. Thank God. It's like fucking the worst right now. Excuse I know twenty six it goes out it goes out, Holly, on the twenty sixth and twenty seventh. That's when it goes out. Yep. Yep, I've been following it. But this is mo- yep. this eclipse fell into the Scorpio moon, so it was oh, well. really high on a lot of people's energies, and a lot mm. of emotions were involved, and a lot of karmic, <laughs> releasing karmic past was in there. I'll so, tell you. There you go. Yeah, yeah. I could so you're safe over there. So you're safe, but it's raining. Right. I mean, it's snowing. It snowed yesterday. That's awesome. I wish it would snow here in California. Well, uh, <laughs> yeah. I wish it didn't. It's, I'm, I wasn't prepared. You know, when I came over, it was... Just barely, you know, starting to be autumn in New York. And, uh, you know, I did kind of bring a sort of winter coat, but it's the kind of thing where you should really have, like, a sweater underneath it. You weren't it. prepared. And I didn't, I didn't right. bring a uh, off. I didn't bring a hat. You know, I'm, like, I'm like walking to the studio every day to write, you know, songs <laughs> and, uh, you know, freezing my ass off. Going, <laughs> Helsinki in this time already. You know, I opened up with the song uh, Dark in the Spotlight. Um, can yes, you tell us you a little bit about that song that we opened up with? And then um, I'm going to be closing with a song called, let me see here. We got everything loaded up into the studio. Anytime at all times. Oh, okay. I think that's right. a great well, song. Thank you. Yeah, that's really great. Great song. No, it's a really great song. Um, Dark in the Spotlight is... Um, well, you know, if you listen to the lyrics, it's I think it's self-explanatory, but you know, maybe mm-hmm. maybe uh you need a little backstory. I mean, it's kind of it's not really about any one person, although I definitely had a few people in mind. It's kind of about uh you know, the temptations of um substances, you know, when you're yeah, in the uh music biz and um it's a, it starts out you're a medical wonder, you know Johnny Thunders, but you Kept up quite a pace. Always yeah, severely right. high. Always severely high, and you didn't die trying. Well, Lord knows it ain't no race. Somehow you stayed out of the headlines, the who's nearly deadlines. Guess you missed out on the press. Then on the scene ambled some baby in shambles. And now that crown of infamy is past. 
I can see you talk in the spotlight. One taste, set the stage right. Talk in the spotlight. Turn your on for an off night. It's still the same old song. Is this where you belong? So uh, it's about you know somebody who's uh, who didn't kind of didn't get. A lot of people became famous for their drug and alcohol abuse, you know. And this is sort of about a guy who, you know, was as hard living maybe as a Johnny Saunders or a, you know, Pete Doherty from uh, um, what's the band Libertine. But mm-hmm. uh, he got he got caught, you know, in this place where he didn't really get famous for it, but he still lived the hard life. Um, and uh, you know, we, we sometimes you know medicate ourselves against uh, uh, the, the problems of you know the music business, fame yeah. or whatever, or failure. It can be a little overwhelming. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So. And, uh, you know, the lyrics go on into the second verse. Um, but, you know, I had I had some people in mind, but it's kind of about a lot of different people. You know, it's, mm-hmm. you know insert, you know, drug-addled rock star here, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that song, I read the lyrics. It's pretty heavy. The heavy. The lyrics are pretty heavy, but, yeah, I can understand that. What about any time at all times? What about that song? Oh, that's like thinking back to uh, those carefree days of of youth, you know, when uh, the only thing you were worried about was, you know, when's the next time I'm I'm gonna get with my honey and get laid and party, and, you know, before you had the responsibility of having to be somewhere, or having to, you know, be at a job or you know, we have responsibilities and um you know, it starts out any time at all times, back when we were small times or uh, living just the ball times, never lacked lust, cheap rose and roses, kids with frozen uh, kids with golden noses. Always good to go there and never enough. Um that's pretty much the story of my adolescence and probably many other kids musicians or not, you know. Yeah, I love the lyrics that, you sent me. So that was my high school. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Hey, so yeah, listen, Steve, Steve, before we go, uh, tell the listeners where you can get your New York, uh, the Steve Conti New York City album. Okay. I posted well, the link as well. First of all, I think, I think everybody, um, I guess it's not, uh, there's sort of a misconception that it's called the NYC album by Steve Conti, but the actual name of the band is Steve Conti NYC. Okay, good. Yeah. Okay. And it's called, you know, the name of the album is Steve County NYC. So I just call it the Steve County NYC album. Right. And that's what it says on the spine of the record. The front just says Steve County NYC. The side says the Steve County NYC album. Um, so when I'm when my band is listed as playing, it's going to say Steve County NYC in the paper. You know? Right. That's my website is www.stevecountynyc.com. And that's yeah, Conti with an E, not I. And um, my, uh, the album is available on iTunes, Amazon, CD Baby, any of those um, pretty much digital. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much any, any of the digital uh, you know, web stores you go to. Yeah, and I posted and, uh, a link to your website in the chat for everyone, too, as well. It's there. Oh, great. Yeah, cool. so anybody that's listening. Yeah, like I said, uh, you know, if, if you haven't heard it, 
It's also it's being played on uh, Sirius uh, Channel 21. That's Little Steven's Underground Garage. He, right. uh, the my song OK DJ, the coolest song in the world. A few months ago, um, he called the album the album of the month, and um, he awesome. actually just. Yeah, congratulations. I saw that a little while ago, and that was a big kick for you. That was great, you know? Yeah, and uh, he said uh, it's definitely for him. It's uh, one of the best albums of the year. Damn, right. but, you know, yeah. the guy, the guy hears a lot of albums, you know what I mean? He's got he's got some good taste. Uh, he does, respect he does. Taste. Uh, I'm happy that, he, that he's uh, championing my yeah. record. He has a good so, uh, ear and a good head. Yeah, he's got a great ear. You know, yeah, and he's, he's got a great he's, ear. A of, he's purchasing Darlene Love right now, you know, from the, the Crystals. and Yeah, you know, yeah. He's just always involved with some great thing, you know, besides TV shows, of course. Lily Hammer and The Sopranos and all that, and his own music. And Bruce, and he was uh, refurbishing the Young Rascals. My friend Gene Cornish is in that group. Um, oh, yeah. yeah. You know, I, I, he I, did I, a lot with them. I mean, he really refurbished them, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, but I think uh, I think they actually ended up splitting up shortly uh, after, right? They, yeah, they, they had did. a hard time. Yeah, they had a they had a but but you know what? He gave them uh, that bit of time of glory, Steve, that they really needed. You know, they did. You know, and that was really important. And Steve, I know. Uh, I wish I wish I could have seen them. I know. I met Gene like within sometime within the last year, for yeah. the first time. Really sweet guy. And like I said I, earlier, I played with Felix. Kevin Leary a while back, but uh, I think I met Eddie somewhere along the way too, like Eddie Bugatti. But um, yeah, they're one of my favorite, you know, because I really, really related to them. They're like a New York band, and they're all Italian guys like me. Right. You know, they had that soul, that Italian soul kind of thing. <laughs> right. You know, but, uh, I think you know it's, uh, it's a thing that that Italians have, you know. It's, yeah, I mean, I, I just saw Gene down at the cutting room, and we were talking. And he's doing a pr- producing some stuff now, which is very cool. As, it's really, you know, it made him uh, en- energized, uh, especially Gene. You know, and they get into a new field too to uh, produce now. You know, it's really kind of mm-hmm. cool because uh, up to the point of before they even, you know, they get the group together was one thing. You know, that's the that was a whole trip, and then finally I'm they sure. get together. They finally get together, and then they do their tour and everything. But now Gene's really uh, energized. You know, it's really great. Uh, I mean, I've never seen him like this. He's producing. He told me he's, he's producing some groups, you know, on his own. It's really cool, you know, Steve? That's great. Um, yeah. Yeah, you know, he's a sweetheart and, you know, cool guitar player. Great guy. Cool guy. You know, cool guy. Out and had a couple of drinks. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. Guitar, you know. You know what I wanted to say was really quick uh, for anyone that d- hasn't heard all of your music. You also, what's really cool about your website for the stevecontynyc.com is you have a player on there, which I also think is really cool. You can listen to the music from the album. Oh, the SoundCloud player, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, you know, I figured people are like, wow, what are you putting your SoundCloud page up there? Don't you want people to buy your album? I thought, you know what? Right. I mean, I do, would love it if people bought my album, but. You know, maybe sometimes they want to hear it before they buy it. You know, without just hearing, you know, some of these yeah. they give you like they give you like a thirty second sample. You know. Yeah. I you know. Mean, yeah, I, I really I suppose, like SoundCloud. You, know, you could just sit there and and uh, and listen to the the album over and over again on SoundCloud and never buy it. But you know, I'm hoping that people do the right thing and want to own it and put it in their iPod and take it in their car and burn a CD of it and share it yeah. with their friends, or whatever. You know. 
SoundCloud's uh, really cool. It's a very cool uh, venue, SoundCloud. I really like it, you know. It's a great app, yeah. yeah. And it's a great way for you uh, to get your music out there. Yeah, yeah, right. There's also a a link on the website there where there's, like, uh, my discography, where there's links to all these other records that I had out with, um, you know, my bands with my brother, the Crown Jewels and the Contis and Company of Wolves and, um, you know, the Squire album and the... And the Michaels and the dolls and everything, and videos and yeah, you know, so it's uh, you could you could probably tool around there on the website for about an hour or, I or did. more. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I, it's a beautiful website too, by the way. I love all the colors and the way it's just it's done. It's really it's really artsy and uh, shows shows your side. I can see where the acoustic part is coming in on that because it shows a lot yeah. of that. It's got yeah, I wanted to have sort of a muted, muted tones, you know, like very yeah, woody, pretty. you know, like, yeah. like the album. It's, I believe it's it sort of a takeoff on the album cover. The same guy that did uh, my album design uh, did the website, uh-huh. and actually, he's the guitar player with the other guitar player with Michael Monroe, Rich Jones. Oh, oh really? Very cool. Very cool. Great artist. I like and, uh, yeah. guy and, and a great guitar player and singer and cool guy to hang with and songwriter. So, uh, you know, it's another one of the perks of, uh, you know, playing in other bands, meeting other people, and, you know, I love to do that, and that's what I love about life, you know, it's, it's a journey, you know, you get into another situation, you meet other people, and then you go and you do other things with them, and you have experiences that you wouldn't have if you're that's just, right. you know, playing in one band, so sometimes people wonder, you know, how can you, you know, split yourself in all these different directions, and, you know, I'm, uh, I get a little bored doing one thing, too. You know, I love doing my own music. It's not that I ever get bored doing that, but I also do like sometimes not having to take control of everything. I like sometimes just sitting in the back seat, letting somebody else drive, you know, and uh, <laughs> just playing my guitar. Or, yeah. You know, so it's it's always, you know, and I look forward to doing that with other people as well. So, uh, you know, I'm going to be off the road with uh, Michael. Mm-hmm. For uh, after this gig tomorrow, I'll be off for about six or seven months. So uh, wow. yeah. I'm going to be uh, trying to keep myself busy around New York and, and the U.S. and uh, wherever else. You know, coming back over to Europe, but I'll be doing my own gigs and I'll also be uh, playing with other people too. So well, when you get back in town, um, make sure to hit me up so we can talk about this gig in January for um, for my Dick Wagner. Dick Wagner, sure. Yeah, or email me, cool uh, or I'll email you when we get, we get off. And I'm, yeah. I'm going to see you at the cutting room, Steve. I'm going to see you at the cutting room, you know. Okay, cool. Okay. So listen, Steve, before we go today, uh, is there anything you'd like to say to everyone? Because really, seriously, there's a lot of people in the chat room and a lot of people listening live. And again, I want to say to everyone, thank you so much for tuning in today. And if you did miss the beginning, it will be on iTunes afterwards. On demand and also on Red Velvet um, Media Blog Talk Radio. What do you want to well, say to you know, everybody? If anyone, if anyone has any uh, you know questions or whatever, you can always uh, find me on Twitter. I'm Steve Conti. Uh, uh, is it Steve Conti or Steve Conti NYC on Twitter? I can't even remember. <laughs> but if you put my name on Twitter, Steve Conti NYC. I'm happy to answer any uh, any questions on Twitter. Uh, yeah, it is Steve Conti NYC on Twitter, uh-huh. and um, that's my Facebook page as well. It's you know Facebook slash whatever pages slash Steve Conti NYC. Uh-huh. 
that's my music page. Please go there and give it a like. And uh, you know, I post videos there. I have another Facebook page that I, I'm trying to get off of. It's like crack Facebook, you know, a little bit. Especially when you're in the hotel room, bored on the road. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, I'm going to start getting off of Facebook when I get home from this tour. Because, oh, that's uh, great. I wanted to ask you about that post you put up. You said you're going to be leaving Facebook soon because of some new social network. Tell me about that. Um, well, it's not definite, but I'm checking out this, there's this new, I'm not an expert on it, so I'm not going to like talk it up and, and say anything yeah. yet because I'm not a member of it, but there's a new website called TSU and, uh-huh. um, the invite only, I was invited by someone and they actually pay you for your content. Whereas, you know, really? like stuff like Facebook and. Instagram, wow. you know, they own your pictures, they own your content as soon as you put oh, it wow. up there. And then they target advertisers to to you know, push ads at you and the oh, advertisers wow. make the money and off of your content, you know. So this, the whole idea of this new website is that uh all the people that post content there get some kind of there's like some kind of account and they get you know, credits and, and you can cash out any time and, and actually make money from your content. So oh, I'm wow. looking into that uh, I'm not going to say that uh, I know I'm an expert on it or anything, but I'm looking into that because it seems like a pretty cool thing. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. I saw that. Thanks for sharing that. that That's great, Steve. I saw that post and I thought that was kind of cool. You know, there is a business side to Facebook too. They have a company called Yammer, and uh, it's for business people only. And um, they basically run like uh, it's out of the same place, but they are more like gearing towards all the big companies and stuff where they're doing advertising and stuff and they're not really getting into music as much as they should but they i think they're going to branch out into music from what i've heard they're going to make it more music on facebook which is i think a really good thing for artists because yeah you're like you said yeah facebook's like crack i know it's um it's like you're Uh, sitting in a hotel hotel room you're sitting in a hotel room bored on the road and you know yeah yeah i mean i mean yeah, sure, I could go out and go to bars and, you know, but you can only do that so much and then that's like... Right. <laughs> yeah, with so that end up, you know, hat on and walk in the snow, right? I know. Tell me about yeah. it. Yeah, well, know, we're, I end up, uh, you know, spending my time in my room. Yeah. Doing work. Yeah, no, hey, we were Steve, happy glad to, to have you on today, man. Really All great. Right, thank you. Thank you guys for having me, and uh, thank you everybody hey, thank for listening. You. And find me everywhere on the web, Twitter, Facebook, my website. <laughs> and ask me any questions you want. We love you, I Steve. Always write, We're big supporters. I always write you know back. That. Thank you so much, Matthew. And I love you guys. We want to thank your friends for calling in, too. That's really yeah. important oh, yeah. to have the support of cool. all your yeah. friends cool. and family. Yeah. And especially your mom. We I want to wish her the best because I think that there's no, you know, a mother is everything, and I think it's really important that you honored her, and I thought that was really cool what you guys did for her. So she must really love that. And I bet Say hello to her for me and Holly. Yes, yeah. I will. Uh, yeah, it's definitely uh, it's turned her life around a little bit because she, she hadn't been getting out and singing, and you know now she's, you know, people have started to, it's kind of rekindled an interest in. Uh, That's great. And in, in, as a performer, you know, she's been really like teaching and and kind of behind the scenes more over the past few years. Cause 
It's right. been harder for her to get around. She's been a little oh. ill, and um, oh. but, uh, she's getting out there again. So it's really nice. That's great. Awesome. We love that. A, we love that. What a great way for you to share the love with for your mom. You know, I think that's really important. So um, we wish you a safe journey back to the states, and um, we are going to end the show with your song "Anytime, at All Times." And uh, it's been so great talking to you. And uh, stay warm. We'll see you. <laughs> right, Holly, thanks so much. We love you guys. See you. All okay. Right. See you later. Ciao. Rock and roll. So that was great. Um, oh, I hope yeah, that, that was a nice show, Holly. That was a very nice trip show. Back. Yeah. And, um, yeah, that was what like, I wanted... and it's... Oh, go ahead. We keep cutting out each other. I don't know what's going on with the with this. It just keeps cutting in and out. I know. I know. It's really hard. I know. Sometimes the sound wasn't good on your side. I don't know why. It was. It broke up a little bit, but most of it was okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But it was something. But but anyway, yeah. I don't know what that is. A time thing or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Might be the time thing. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Um, I think that also we had Steve calling in from Skype as well. So yeah, that, that could was be kind it. of cool. I'm really oh yeah, glad it worked out though. This. It was a really good show, Holly. It was a really good it's show. Just, he's, he's such a gifted person, and he has so much to he give is, to the world. And I think he has a great message to give to everyone. And um, he does. He I does, like yeah. that he's close to his family. I think being close to your family is really important. Um, mm-hmm. So what I'm going to do is uh, end the show today with his song, Anytime at All, at All Times. And that's off the new Steve Conti NYC. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you, I did post the link to the website there, too, as well. That's great. Yeah, you always do a good thing like that. Yeah. Yeah, and um, I just wanted to say that uh, we're going pop to be... Pop culture I, news, I, right? We're going to do pop yeah, culture. Yeah, I guess if you want to do some pop culture news, we can do that really quick. Yeah, do it really quick. Okay, and then um, we can talk more about what is going to be coming up on Red Velvet Media as well. Yeah, have a couple definitely. See there. Yep. Okay, yeah. Okay, hold on a second. Here you guys go. Hmm? <laughs> I know. <laughs> Who wants yesterday's paper? Who wants yesterday's gun? Who wants yesterday's paper? Nobody in the world At this time I finally Just wonder when there's a 
talking to Carol, we're going to schedule Good. an interview with him. But, yeah, um, yeah so what's hap- So is that it for you with Paul Culture? Yeah, say I did it fast. <laughs> yeah, you did do it fast. Well, you know, there's a lot going on out here. Um, yeah, what's going you know, besides, on? Yeah, well, besides just the Harvest Festival and a lot of people um, playing locally and it being harvest time. Um, there's just oh, a lot yeah. of things going on as far as like you know the people and arts and arts festivals. There's a lot of different um, festivals going on as far as uh, spiritual awareness type stuff. A lot of people are yeah. playing in the city, um, and then uh, I think it's great that they're going to do a, a tribute to Dick Wagner who played with Alice Cooper for so yeah, many that's years. Yeah, pretty hot. Um, it's a hot ticket. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, there's, you know, quite a few other things happening. As far as um, pop culture news and stuff, there's all these really great new books coming out, especially for the holidays. And I think that it's really important that we actually get books in our hands rather than just, you know, um, digital downloads. Books, there's nothing like having a real book in your hand. 
You know, it's interesting. I didn't get it yet, but I might be getting it. I don't know. It's the Jimmy Page book by Genesis coming. He's having a book uh-huh. signing. He's having a book signing at the Morrison Hotel in L.A. I don't have the date on that exactly, but it's coming out soon. Everybody should look for that. Jimmy Page book signing at the Morrison Hotel in L.A. That should be. Oh, yeah. The Morrison Hotel is huge right now. There's so many things going on at the Morrison Hotel and gallery. Um, I just did an interview with Al Satterwhite the other day. Um, in regards to oh, his great. new the, the Muhammad Ali comeback book that's coming You're out, right? Exactly. That's he's hot, you know. And um, you know, I think it's really it's it's really cool to be able to see un unreleased shots. And we're coming mm-hmm. up at the end of the month. Um, next Wednesday, I have a um, group that's going to be on with me, and then on uh, Halloween, I do my traditional Halloween show, which is going to be kind of cool. Um, it's going to be on, um, I have some really special guests. It's kind of a tradition I do with Les Thomas. But on the Wednesday before Halloween, I'm going to be doing a special show with a, a very cool photographer who photographed um, the Bay Area in San Francisco over the years. And mm-hmm. um, some unreleased photos. And it just shows you how San Francisco's grown and stuff over the years and it's yeah. kind of going to be fun, yeah. And then I'm looking forward to November. Uh, we've got some shows coming up in November with a group called Reverent. And um, uh, I've got a, a reggae um, artist that's going to be appearing, and I'm going to start doing another reggae series pretty soon. So we're looking forward to a really good holiday here at Red Velvet Media and also at the Indie Cafe. Who do I we want to have put one note, one, one note in. Uh, November 6th is going to be a jazz incredible compilation show at the uh-huh. Morrison Hotel. Uh, it's Which my one? birthday. Uh, at the Mar- in New York, I'm sorry. In New York, the Morrison Hotel New York Gallery is putting on an incredible jazz photography show uh, mm-hmm. November 6th. All the great jazz photographers. Oh, cool. Yeah, that sounds like a really good deal. Yeah, that's a special show. So, yeah. It's going to be a lot, and I a lot want to wish there. everyone a happy birthday out there that's celebrating a birthday yesterday and today because <laughs> there's a lot of people celebrating birthdays and um, um, it's yeah. really kind of cool, you know. So yeah, um, yeah. everyone out there listening, um, I hope that everyone has a great weekend. It's uh, Friday. Don't drink and drive. And um, do you have anything uh, else you want to add to this before we end the show today? Thanks, Holly, for being on again, and uh, yeah. it was a great show. And I want to wish everybody the best and success in life. And uh, saying hello to Judith, Justin, and Ariel, my favorite uh, in spirit with the with our program uh, out there. And Justin's doing working on a film, and Ariel's uh, going to be in a movie, and uh, Judith is uh, recuperating. So you, she's so not you. feeling well, so she's recuperating. We want to wish her the Judith's best. Son. Judith's son is the one that's going to be doing the film on the uh, on the vinyl. Well, I'm, I hope be involved definitely. If we're doing a film, he's part of the. Yeah, Justin, Judith, and myself are part of a company that we have. So yeah, he would definitely be involved. Like a look at the script and uh, do certain things. Definitely, yeah. Justin's a really it's good editor. Who's filming it? Who's who's producing it? Well, at least Stuart, right now we're in the beginning. You know, they're acquiring money. Of course, that's the very beginning. But Lee Stewart from Art West Films, and, you know, leads the foundation of our Southwest Eastern Film Yeah, Festival. the one that I'm and, a... Geez, we're in partnership uh, with on. her, with our film company, oh. and that's a, and so it's a combination of, uh, of, of 
you know, to put this film together, you know, Holly. So it's, uh-huh. uh, but yeah, it'll be like a unified effort here. And we have some good people who want to be interviewed. I mean, I, I saw Richard Barone at the party last night and he wants to be interviewed on this vinyl. Movie. You know, it'd be really cool. To be into maybe have you in it, Holly, interviewing on vinyl. Yeah, Holly. that'd be fun. Because yeah, a lot of people I, I, here on vinyl. You're a vinyl freak. I mean, you know the, the vinyl heads. You know, we we want to get. We we're hoping to get Jack White because his his third man. We can get Jack just, White. No problem. Yeah, I know. Yeah, we I got know. people. Somebody's calling in during our pop culture news. I'm just going to see who it is really, really quick. Wow, cool. Yeah, I don't know. I have any idea who it is? If it's an obscene phone call, I'll hang up. Four two three. You're on the air. Who's this? Hi, this is Juanita. Hi, Juanita. How are you? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm great. What can we help you with today? Welcome to the show. I've been talking to Steve on Facebook, and I've been trying to get him to come to Tennessee, and he still ain't made it here. <laughs> so I call him and give him a hard time. Um, you know what? Are you fr- um? Can you send him a message on Facebook? Yeah, I I talked to him on there. He he actually talks to me on there. I mean, I don't. To message him all the time and aggravate him, or try not to aggravate him. Oh, but yeah, I've messaged him. Loves his fans. Yeah. Yeah, he's yeah. he's a really nice guy. He is. I was, so, but I was I was wondering. I was wanted to ask him what kind of songs does he like to do? Like, um, I like his music, but I was wondering what stuff he likes to cover by other people. Just, yeah, you know, you some, know. Certain, some certain song that he just loves to sing that's not his, you know. Yeah, no, he just said um, today, and it was the first time I had heard it, he said he's releasing a cover cover CD. So, I, you know, we touch on that. That's the one thing I wanted to ask him. I know there was so much going on, I didn't have a chance to ask him what songs he was going to do because I, I wanted to ask him what kind of music he was listening to besides that growing up. And right. there was just too much going on. So, yeah, yeah. Um, I can send him a message. And um, your name is Juanita? Yes. Okay, because I'm emailing him. He's actually emailing me right now, back and forth. We've been emailing. Um, so, yeah, I can tell him. I can make sure to tell him that you um, called in. And okay. um, you're in Tennessee? Yes. I'm, 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 actually, I'm actually letting him know that now. So it's Juanita. Yes. Okay. I'm going to let him know that you called into the show and that wanted to know what were his favorite cover songs to cover? Right. Okay. I will make sure to ask him I love his music, that. and I thought, you know, what else does he like to do, you know? Yeah. So. We're so glad you called he, in because yeah, we got off um, the air. Yeah, he, uh, he actually talks to me on, on Facebook. I mean, I don't message him a lot, but, you know, once in a while, he just, you know, he just talks right back. Whatever I got to say, you know, he'll talk right back to me, you know. Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, he's he's great. I'm I'm messaging him right now. I'm going to ask him to uh, let you know what his favorite songs are. Maybe he'll even post it. That's kind of cool. Yeah, that's the one thing I didn't get to ask him when he mentioned that he was going to do a cover. I didn't I didn't get to ask him what he was going to be covering. But uh, thank you so much for calling in, Juanita, and I'll make sure I get a message to him. Have a good day. Thank you. You're so welcome. Thank you. Take care. Uh, Take care. Uh, thanks Bye. For that's so great. I have to. Yeah, that was cool. That was pretty cool. I to ask him that. Yeah, I wanted to ask him. Uh, yeah, that was a good one. That was a good one. What? 
what he was going to cover on his cover CD. I'll have to ask him that and tell him yeah. that Juanita called in. What a sweet woman. So, yeah, thank what you. Do? Oh, you're welcome. Oh, you're still there. Great. I'm so glad you called yeah, in. Yeah, I was listening. <laughs> so what I'm going to do is I'm going to go ahead and uh, play the song anytime at all times. And uh, I wish everyone a wonderful, beautiful Friday. And uh, Spencer, thank you for being here. And uh, oh, thank you, Holly. I will talk to you soon. What are you going to do this weekend? Anything exciting? Well, I've got uh, now I'm kind of cooling out. And Monday uh, is that Alice Cooper thing at 92Y, and the week after will be Jimmy Page. You know, at 92Y, so it'll be pretty cool. But I got to cool out after Bob Gruen's party last night. I, I got to tell you, Holly, <laughs> like, I mean, it was like historic. You know, it's like one of these things is going to. It's going to take me all all weekend to get over. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> or whatever. Yeah, no, no, no. I thought it was really cute how Steve said you were convalescing. I was like, you were convalescing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, that, that's exactly how I feel. I'm convalescing this weekend, Holly. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Well. So what are you going to be? What are you going to be? How are you? Are you okay? Oh, Everything all right? I'm enjoying the nice weather right now, and uh, it's almost um, the fall, Halloween here, so it's in the air. You know, Halloween's my fav- one of my favorite holidays. So. Do you want to hear a Facebook uh, comment here? Yeah. Richard Manitoba is a friend of mine. You know, he's from the Dictators, and he's a really uh-huh. wild guy. And uh, he just posted this one. He says, David Johansson, you know, David Johansson, we were talking about, wants to ban him from New York forever. <laughs> what? What's yeah. do? I don't know. I mean, David probably has a thing with him. I mean, but, you know, Richard, I don't know. Richard's, you know, like he's a, he's a cool guy. I know him. He's on Sirius. He has a Sirius radio show, a very big one. But I don't know. I don't know what gets him into this. But what he says, David Joe has been head of the two York Dolls, says he would like to banish me from New York City forever. Clown, he's from Stankin Island, not even oh, part of New York you know City. What? You know what? I don't have time for that drama. Sorry. I'm going to fly like an eagle above all of that shit. I don't have time for drama. <laughs> Sorry. You got hey, so That's listen, I'll speak to you later, darling, all right? Everybody airs their crap on the air, on, on Facebook. That's not where you want to air it. Air, if you want to say something like that, say it, they say it in a private message. You know, I know, I'm, I know. I'm well, is that, you know, there's a lot of people, like uh, Richard had, I mean, there's people with a lot of issues. You and I know there's a lot of issues. <laughs> and so it's like you got to, you know, whatever. Whatever you know, it's crazy. It's, it's it's a different. Everybody's got their thing, but you know what? If he doesn't cool out, he will not live long. I'm telling you, it's like you've got to cool out in life, right? You there are important things in life, and there are things that are not important. Judith and I talked about this. You know this. When you get older, you got to like get into the important things, not this other bullshit, right? You know, mm-hmm. and people get hung up on this, and we. You know, we're talking the right language. Uh, Facebook has a lot of these people that have a lot of issues. I mean, they really, really you know this. Yeah, so, that's right? true. That's and we've true. all got to stick together. I don't know what makes these things like this or what causes it, but it's not good. And and we well, maybe all David, have hot- Maybe David pissed that guy off at one time or another, and maybe that's why he had to stay. Well, I think so. I, I don't think know. That, or, or, or Richard pissed him. <laughs> I don't know where this comes from, but... 
you know, it's like, uh, you know, people have issues. I mean, musicians have issues. Everybody's got issues. <laughs> it's like a, yeah, well, that's, like, why, that's why, you know, I don't I don't really, if anybody posts anything on my page like that, I, I say take it into a private message or an inbox. But, you know, anybody can find me on Facebook. Um, you can find me under Red Velvet Media. And if you're really clever, you can find me um, under that, who it admins that page, because my page is... Uh, not public for that reason because I don't yeah. like drama in my life. Drama, free <laughs> zone. All right. So we had a, a we had a good weekend, one. We everyone. had a, we had a good show tonight, Holly. Thanks a lot. Yeah, so we'll, I'll speak to you soon. All right. All right, and here we go. Anytime at all by the great Steve Conte and the Steve Ooh, Conte and cool, the album. Here you guys Excellent. go. Excellent. Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? 
Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.